So that's a, that's the kids I've got. You know, I mentioned Pete, uh, Nat's husband, and, and mm-hmm. Julia married a University um, uh, of Chicago law school graduate. Yeah, and uh, he just fits right in. We talked about Diane for a minute, but was she raised in Jamaica he, until the age of fourteen? Okay, and then she how came cool? Home. Yeah, that's, and and so and she went to Columbia, right? She went to Columbia. Okay, and yeah. uh, it's it's one of those things. She she went to nursing school there. Mm-hmm. And nursing is what they call professional school, but you're was part of an undergraduate mm-hmm. system. So she got to get a degree from Columbia in 1984 mm-hmm. when they weren't giving degrees to women. Yeah, wow. So she's, got a, she's one of the few women to get a degree from Columbia uh-huh. because Columbia had the sister school, Barnard. Okay. So most undergraduates got their women got their degree from Barnard. Yeah, isn't that so wow? Yeah, when you tell my young, I went to Columbia class of 84, like, yeah, like that's not possible. Oh, yeah, it wow! Yeah, very smart, highly uh, strong woman. When I see her, I like her. I just like her personality. I like her spirit, and and she's like I feel like she's probably the mother that the kids wouldn't run over, yes. and and she's probably the wife that you need. Uh, you know, we all have our yin and yang. You know, and that makes the best she's, marriage. She's a yin to my yang. Yeah, about it. and she's a taskmaster, and um, you know, she could she could help you get something done. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to get it done, don't ask her to help. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right. Ask somebody else. That's me. <laughs> that's right. Like I said, I don't have lemonade, and that going to work. <laughs> that's right. But if you want to get it done, ask her. And she's running. The, she pretty well runs the the runs surgery center. Yeah. 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 So she's uh, runs our practice. She's a nurse, like I mentioned, and uh, she'll even do some nursing. She does uh, mm-hmm. have our Botox and fillers, and right. Everybody just it's amazing how people go to see Diane. And she'll do the fillers and Botox, and then she'll say, yeah, you know, if you go to Vince, I mean, if you go to Dr. Naaman, he can do a so-and-so and so-and-so yeah. on your face. And they'll come see me, and I'll say, yeah, I'm thinking about doing this. Well, Miss Diane said, uh-huh. you need to do this, that, and the other. I'm like, well, okay, well, then we'll do that. <laughs> so she really knows her stuff. Yeah, so you're the second opinion then. Almost, that's, yeah. yeah. That's what it is. But she's got quite the personality. But when you're know, raising the kids, it helped to have both of us because I'm sort of mm-hmm. like the laid back one and she's kind of like the... So when things got to a breaking point, she would just pass them off to me. And right. Our oldest was kind of like that. She was just like getting tired of mom riding her over and over. And this girl's like a genius. Like she's got like the highest yeah. team in Columbus High School, but still... Wow. She just had a more, less serious nature. Right. And and she and Diane were butt heads, and she go, Vince, she's yours. Yeah. You take care of her. I go, I said, well, Nat, listen, you know, your mom wants you to go to Ivy League school, have a great education, have a fantastic mm-hmm. career, and do anything you want to do. And, you know, really, I'm not like that. I've already mm-hmm. got what I need in my life. <laughs> you can do whatever you want with yours. <laughs> so, I mean, if you want to get the things that, that your mom thinks you want to get, just do what she says. But. It's fine with me if you don't want to do this. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I I'd be that way. Jobs at Wendy's or Burger. <laughs> <That's laughs> two funny. minutes later, she's like, "Okay, mom, what do you need me to do?" <laughs> That's right. That's a smart way to take it, though. That's now. How long have you and Diane been married? Uh, we'll celebrate thirty-six years of marriage. Wow! Congratulations. Thank you so much. That is, uh, you know, and, and in this day and time. If you can make it past ten, you're doing good, yeah. and so that, that's that's the coolest thing. No, now, we, we like to joke. We say, "Well, we've been happily married for thirty years. Thirty out of thirty-six ain't bad." Yeah, <laughs> that, that's true. That's true. The uh, all right, now let me ask you this: um, your faith. We talk about your faith, um, and 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 I I know that you have one. I know that it means a lot to you. You you even do something most people don't know. You do. Well, you pray over people, over your patients before before the surgeries, but. What what part does faith play in your life? How important is that to you? And well, um, 
you know, I, uh, you're right. I have a faith and, mm-hmm. and, uh, my faith is, is, is critical. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I'm like the, you know, the Bible scholar kind of mm-hmm. person. I can tell you that, mm-hmm. you know, Jesus said this somewhere. <laughs> must have been the New Testament. That's when he showed up, I'm pretty sure. But <laughs> it's the peace I get from turning things over to God mm-hmm. and not spending time worrying about things that God's got taken care of. Mm-hmm. And so there have been a lot of times when I'd stepped out on faith knowing that God's either going to reward it or redirect it. Yeah. And so, like you mentioned, praying with patience, you know, it sounds like, you know, oh, that's a good idea. You know, people think you're nice and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But it's scary because not everybody wants to be prayed for. Right. Some people are going to tell you, you can keep your prayers. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and it's it's out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. And, and it made me self-conscious. But I felt led uh, to do that. I had a mentor from Mayo Clinic who did that with his patients. Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt like I wanted to be like him. And... Um, it's it's given me a great peace. Yeah. And I feel like it's helped patients. And it does. I've also had the opportunity to pray with people who are non-believers, mm-hmm. who might say, okay, go ahead and pray with me, whatever you think. You know, if you, right. <laughs> you, whatever, That's you, right. Let's just do it. That's and right. then some of them have come back and said that they've come to faith. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I take responsibility, but it's nice to know that on some level. I'm That's right. Know. Yeah. You, well, you use your gift and the Holy Spirit do the rest. He just has to have us to open our mouth. Mm-hmm. But, you know, here's the other thing is that, um, you know, I believe in prayer. Mm-hmm. I yes. believe God hears my prayers mm-hmm. and answers them. And um, so I'm just doing one more thing to help get the best results for my patients. Mm-hmm. So you can look at it as a very selfish thing. Yeah. I just want things to work out. <laughs> right. That's, I know who could help yeah. get things out. Yeah. I just qualify. Oh, I, but there have been other decisions like building my office, like leaving my parkers, like, you know, bringing people in. And it's just amazing who's been brought into my uh, practice, not just patients, but who, who works for me, mm-hmm. um, people have, who've helped my faith, mm-hmm. who bring other other faith skills, and those who who are either young or don't have faith. I feel like they brought them in to be exposed. Yeah, that's right. To, to, uh, yeah, God will bring the ones, you may not know why, but he brings them there. It's I believe it's that if you honor God, God honors you. Mm-hmm. And, and, and he'll do it even when you're not aware. You know, I've sometimes been, I remember one time trying to witness to a particular guy and the whole time I'm trying to lead this guy to the Lord, his wife's sitting over here and I said, would you like to receive the Lord? I hadn't talked to her. She said, I would. <laughs> yeah. And she's listening away. And, and, and I think that God brings people, both believers and unbelievers by way of you so that he can get them at least the message or the care or the touch from him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. and when they come your way, you know, you're just doing the right thing. Just, yeah. I love you. I'm going to care about you. Do the best I can for you and, and let you know that I've got gifts that were given by, by God. Mm-hmm. And uh, you've yeah. done it well. Well, thank you. All right. Well, before you finish this podcast, I want to stop and make sure that you are aware of our monthly BP Leadership Breakfast. That's right. Each and every month, Bill Purvis hosts a live leadership lesson in front of hundreds of leaders within the Columbus, Georgia area, and he wants you to join him. So if you have not signed up for any of our upcoming events yet, make sure you go to our website, bpleadership.com, hit the events tab, and sign up for the upcoming date and time of that breakfast. We hope to see you there. Yeah, I want to say, you know, I thought about this too, you know, as much as we enjoy success, Mm -hmm. If anything were to fail, I wanted to fail in the pursuit of God's will. Yeah. And that's that's peace. That you know, like, well, you know, he lost his license, he lost his practice, whatever. Yeah. You just say, Well, I did that because I did what I felt God would want. Right. I was on a mission trip to Mexico and uh, you know, you get all excited, you're pumped up. Right. Yeah. Let me go to this 
remote place in, in the Yucatan Peninsula or driving down these roads that need plenty of work. Right. We're driving down a place where we see like half the road is falling into a ditch. Uh, <laughs> and this little bus, this rickety bus. Yeah. Like, you, about to... I, said, you know, I might just die out here. I might not mm. make it back. Mm. And I said, you know, but what better place to die? What what better what better thing to be doing? There's yeah. a lot worse places to right. die. That's right. That's <laughs> you know, right. I'd love to beat St. Peter going, oh, yeah, you saw what happened on yeah. the mission trip. As yeah. opposed to, uh, <laughs> That's right. I tripped walking out of that right. bar or something like yeah. that. Yeah, you feel a whole lot better. That's right. Said I was doing something that was worthwhile yeah. and meaningful. Yeah. I know. So uh, that's why I say I get the peace knowing, feeling as though I'm I'm seeking to do God's will. Yeah. Well, you know, when you read the Bible, you see even even Jesus had chose Luke as his disciple, who was a doctor, and and uh, and and there's so much to me. I, I always think physicians, especially, don't realize how much of a ministry they do. You know, we think sometimes ministry is only from the pulpit, the church, but the ministry is really in the marketplace. And and you've caught that, Vince. That's one one thing I've been impressed about is there are a few guys that I know personally that have caught the fact that. My coming to church is worshiping and and realigning mm-hmm. and and many times re-energizing, but the mission field is out there and my work is there and uh, and you're not one of those people. There's some people that come that I'm just hopping churches and they go from place to place and they're they're consumers, you know. And what can the church do for me? That's right. And and what y'all did? Y'all just kind of came in and said, "Look, we're gonna serve the Lord." And then, you know, where we said, here's opportunities, you stepped in and, 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 and the reputation you have is, is outstanding. It really is. People know you and respect you as a highly educated, well-respected Christian doctor in this town. And that's, that's, that's a sweet yeah, voice. I appreciate that. No, it, it's true. It's true. I, I mean, I, I claim you whether you claim me or not. I, <laughs> I do claim you. Yeah. I do. I've, 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 um, yeah, not just to play tit for tat, but, you know, listen, Cascade Hills has been a, a, a great church for us. And yeah. So many opportunities to serve and to do the same type of, type of thing that I'm doing through Christian Union and through my through my vocation is to bring people to Christ. Yeah. To make it accessible and not to make this a private club and yeah. say, oh, you didn't do the right thing to get through this door. Or you're not the right kind of person. Mm-hmm. You know, when I came here and I saw the folks in the... And then black jackets and motorcycles. Yeah. I said, "Is yeah. it my country?" That's right. Yeah, yeah. We we basically said, Everybody's "You're welcome." welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, we did a funeral one time. Believe it or not, that there was a there was a lady who was a, a nightclub dancer or something like that, and she was killed. And her family was a wonderful family up in north, and uh, and so they wanted her to have a funeral at a church, and they went through like seven or eight churches, and nobody would do it. They said, we're not going to do it. And, and finally, they went somewhere. Somebody on the street or a hotel room or whatever said, go to Cascade Hills. And they got a hold of us. And we said, sure. And here's what's interesting. I did the funeral. Didn't know them, but I did the funeral. The parents sit in the front row. But the whole room just about was filled with all of the people she'd worked with through the years. Mm-hmm. And I thought, man, what an opportunity to share the gospel. Yeah. And yeah, and we loved on those folks. And more people had a better impression of Christ that day that were in that pew than they would have ever had if they hadn't had that experience. Yeah. And so yeah. that's the, you, you've got the heart for the people like that and care, and Cascade's been, yeah. been one of those like that. Yeah. Our hope is that even the church, that, that we will be a small picture of what heaven should look like. Mm-hmm. You know, we say, I want people, I want people that worship all different ways. I want people that are of all different nationalities. We have a, we have a Japanese lady that comes, and she sits through every service or sits through the whole service when she's here, nods her head and listens, sometimes cries, smiles. She can't speak a word of English, and and yet she comes. 
And so her neighbor says, she's asked her, why do you come? She said, I feel loved. Mm. And I thought, that not something. And, and doesn't even know what was, I can say. Not, not the words, but yeah, the Yeah, they feel that. That's right. And so uh, that's, that's, the, uh, that's what the church ought to be. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but I, well, Vince, I, I want you to know, as a friend, you've been, you've been the best. We don't get together as much, but I, but I, I love you and thank God for you and never, never, have a thought about you. I don't just think, man. I I'm so honored that you're my friend. I, I, I've enjoyed our friendship, and uh, yeah, that was part of the, the, the fun of coming on this podcast. Which yeah, you said that I know. Well, I put you in my book. Yeah, I thought it's funny. I put you in my book as one of the most humble men, having the credentials and the and the uh, education you have, the the experience you have. And I said he's one of the most humble men. And you told me he said I'm going to buy a couple of copies, underline that, yeah, send them to friend. Look how humble I am. <laughs> That's right. Framed it, got That's my right. wall. <laughs> Reminds me of the guy. He said he went to church. They gave him a, a humble pen. Said we're going to give this to you for you, the most humble man we meet. And no, and then they took it away because he wore it. He wore it. That's yeah. right. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I, I appreciate it. Um, it's, it's been a, a rewarding life. And uh, yeah, yeah, and, um, I enjoyed. You and your family and, uh, and this church. And, yeah. Uh, this church community. Yeah. And so, um, you know, Debbie and I often say, there's a, there's a verse that says, you have drawn my boundaries in pleasant places. Mm-hmm. And we often say, Debbie, that could be said of us. I believe that could be said of you and Diane. You, you drew my boundaries in pleasant places. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and that's the, that's the thrill of it. I can't wait when, when, when the Lord takes us all to home, we're going to get eternity yeah. to hang out. And that's going that's to me going to be a lot better. That's so, right. That's right. I, I love you, Vince. I love you too. Thank you for being here. My pleasure. Thank you so much for watching this episode of the BP Leadership Podcast. Now, if you enjoyed this episode and all of our other ones, we need you to do a few things for us. We need you to subscribe to the channel if you have not already. We need you to like these episodes, comment on these episodes, and share them with a friend. We want the world to see the incredible content that Bill Purvis is consistently pushing out right here on this platform, BP Leadership Podcast. So make sure you do that if you haven't subscribed already, whether that's on YouTube or all of our awesome audio platforms that we're listed on so that everybody can hear this. So make sure you like, you comment, you subscribe, and you share the BP Leadership Podcast.